Welcome to Think Bible, the podcast that exists to challenge, edify, and encourage Christian women to think and live biblically, all for the glory of God. I'm your host, Stephanie Smith. Your current children are having to go through some of these things too. Um... I'm kind of springing this question on you because I didn't think of it before, but, you know, how are you helping them see that this is part of a ministry that they can share in, that it's not just mom and dad and they're left out of it, you know, they have to be involved for this to work. Any special things you're doing to work through that with the kids? Well, we have, from the beginning, you know, I keep going back to foster care because that's how it all started for sure. us, but we talked with them quite a bit before we even started that process, more the older two, um, now they're 13 and 11, and so we talked about, you know, what it would look like, and they did actually make a lot of sacrifices during those years of foster care. Um but we talked to them about, you know, this is why we're doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids, some of them don't know about Jesus and they don't mm-hmm. know, you know, what it's like to go to church and, uh, you know, that they can have somebody who cares so much about them and never leave them, mm-hmm. you know, and this is all part of the process. And we want to invite these kids into our home and love them and, you know, do what we can for them. And so they were really good about all of that when it was our foster care time was coming to a close we did talk about or talk to them about you know should we continue this should we be done and it was really hard on all of us and so they were ready to be done with it Mm -hmm. and so when we were talking about adopting again you know we told them what the process was and we did ask for their opinion and part of me was really nervous because <laughs> you know I thought if they say no not that they run the show but we are in this as a family yeah. you know and I think it's very important that everyone be on board and yeah. so with the two oldest we said you know how do you feel about this would you be okay with it um, and they were really excited for the whole process and um, we have involved them some um, once you get your home study done and you start seeing different cases come through um, more than likely you're gonna hear a lot of no's the way mm. the process works and so we told them a couple times and then we stopped telling them about it because it just it's emotional for me so I'm sure it's emotional yes. for them, you know, and so I think there's things that you have to involve them with. And I think there's things that you have to just not mention, you know, so they know, you know, about our match right now and they're all excited and, mm-hmm. and helping out with that. We involved them in fundraising. Mm-hmm. They were a great help with that. They baked and baked and baked a ton of stuff <laughs> and um, went out and sold it. And, you know, they've really enjoyed helping with making money and, and stuff like that. So. Great. Okay. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that, Julie? Yeah. So we um, have been actively just praying for the mom and the baby, praying for the process as a whole to be smooth, praying for protection from disruption, protection over our finances, um, 
and just talking about you know the upcoming changes of having a brand new baby and where the baby's gonna sleep and some of that stuff too um, they have really been helping with fundraising and coming up with ideas okay. um, my oldest daughter is um, thrilled to help with posts for like Facebook and Instagram uh -huh. and that's kind of her jam right now so <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> she's enjoying that that's a way that she can be involved and I think that she really is thriving on some of that um, they're already looking up baby names which is <laughs> so funny to me you know to yeah. have my kids looking at baby names but um, they like doing that and sure. it's fun to just keep them involved in thinking about the baby and mm -hmm. excited about that mm -hmm. um, but you know really just talking about how Christ adopted us mm -hmm. um, through salvation and helping them see that burden for helping this baby for taking this baby in as our own and mm -hmm. I've told our kids and all of our family you know we want this baby to be treated just like it came from mommy's womb mm -hmm. um, no different than anybody else in the family regardless of race or color or ethnicity any of that mm -hmm. um, and so it's been good to yeah. see them just get excited about it and and hopeful towards it yeah okay I, I appreciate that so much in our own family, in our ministry, you know, we raised our kids in ministry and on the road and traveling a lot. Um, and every time we prepared to go to a new place and start a new project or whatever, my husband would sit the kids down and explain it to them and ask them, are you okay with this? Do you want to go with us? Or would you prefer for daddy to stop this ministry and just get a job and have a normal life? And, and they were always eager you know, I know a lot of families want to raise their kids better than the way they were raised. I just can't think of anything that would be greater than teaching them to sacrifice and serve the Lord from their youth. I mean, just that's such a rich heritage that you're giving to your children. I love that. Okay, one more kind of, not really a downer, but an obstacle is the financial aspect. Both of you have mentioned some fundraising. So just tell me briefly, what are you doing? Because none of us are millionaires just sitting around <laughs> waiting for something to do with our money. It's tight and we have to work to get, get the budget, you know, worked out. So tell me what you're doing to raise funds for towards these adoptions. Yes, that is a huge obstacle. <laughs> and one of the things that kept my husband from being on board, mm. you know, it was just, we've been a one income family mm. all of our married life. And, you know, I have a side business that I do at home and stuff, but we still don't, you know, we have six kids at home <laughs> and we homeschool and have animals and all of that. So money isn't just flowing through <laughs> our bank account. <laughs> right. um, so he was really worried and nervous about that part because it, it is a very expensive process. And so when we started, I read the book, um, it's called You Can Adopt Without Debt. Mm -hmm. And we've always been into Dave Ramsey and done budgets and, sure. and tried to stay debt free and all of that stuff. And so it was a really helpful book. It has all kinds of ideas on grants and, um, ways to be creative to, um, you know, to sell stuff that you don't need or things like that. And so, we started with 
Um, well, we really started out looking at our budget and saying, okay, what can we get rid of that we really don't need? How can we lower, um, we were able to lower like our insurance mm -hmm. on our house and all of that. We were able to cut down our cell phone bills and, and do that. So it was kind of a sacrifice as a family. We're pulling, you know, different things out of our budget. Yeah. So we started with that and then we moved into fundraising and we did a bake sale to start. We, we actually started at Christmas time. Okay. Well, maybe Thanksgiving and told people what we were doing because really people like to help out. Mm -hmm. They, you'd be surprised at how many people have thought about adoption or, you know, wanted to do it, but for some reason they couldn't or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so they want to be a part of it. And so they feel like giving or buying your stuff or whatever is their contribution to adoption. And I think that's really neat. So yeah. um, we just baked stuff. We did cookie trays and pumpkin rolls and all mm -hmm. kinds of different things. And nowadays you can put anything on social media. Yeah. And so we have that going for us. Um, and we were able to make a good amount of money through that. We also did a fundraiser called Both Hands, and that was a really neat thing to be a part of. Um, I would definitely re recommend looking into that. Okay. It is an organization where they help the widow and the orphans, and mm -hmm. there's actually a verse talking about that. And so what they do is you, as a family, select a widow and you go and do, you gather a team together and you work in her house, whether it's cleaning, painting, um, yard work, whatever. We were able to, the lady that we chose, she had a bathroom that never got finished. Her husband mm. had purchased all of the stuff, um, had torn out a lot of it, but it just hadn't been finished. And so we were able to go in, redo um, the, bathroom we cleaned we washed walls and we cleaned cabinets and all kinds of stuff um, replaced a kitchen sink I think lights and different things like that okay. and so our team sent out letters for support and so people were sponsoring you kind of like you would do a race you know yeah. you're running a 5k you get sponsors for that so people were sponsoring us to work on this lady's house okay. um, and so she got a she got you know the benefit of that and we got the money and we were to, able to raise a really good amount of money from that and that's so, really neat yeah I think that verse neat. might be uh, James 1 27 I'm sorry James 1 27 pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So God commands us to care mm -hmm. for the widows and the, and the orphans. That's really neat. Tell us one more time the name of the book about being debt-free and the name of the organization so people can look yes. those up. The book is You Can Adopt Without Debt, Creative Ways to Cover the Cost of Adoption. Okay. And the organization is Both Hands. Both hands. Very good. Okay, those are great ideas. Julie, what are you guys doing? Okay, so um, back in 2011 when we met with that um, adoption agency in North Carolina, we kind of feel like 
the reason the door closed there. I mean, of course it was the Lord's direction, but the cost was like a huge red flag for us. Mm -hmm. I remember us like being alarmed at the cost, (laughs) right? And back then we both worked full-time jobs. We were very money-minded. I specifically am very Mm money-minded and I think it's Dave Ramsey that says that women have this extra organ that that spasms when like finances get get shaken, and I totally have that. So I'm working on that. But um, we Jeff is very good with money. We've done the Dave Ramsey type budget all of our married life. Um, he's excellent with money. He actually thought about being an accountant. Mm. But you know, back then we didn't think that we could make it on one salary, and we both worked full time. But then the Lord uprooted us and called us into ministry, and mm. we had to rely on Him. Yeah. And the Lord taught us so much just through that journey of us both working to one income on a pastor's salary of a small church, <laughs> and just so much about relying on Him. But He has blessed tremendously mm. through that faith and just shown us that He will always provide. If He has called us to it, He's going to get us through it and he's Mm. going to provide and we've never gone without. And so even though money is still tight now, um, we've seen God provide for those things. You know, when we decided to look into adoption, there wasn't any wiggle room in the budget. Every penny is budgeted. There wasn't anything to get rid of or to lower because we don't do the extras. We don't have cable or you know, it's like the straight top phone with the $35 a month plan. It doesn't get any lower than that. (laughs) And so there wasn't any wiggle room in that. So we needed to look into the fundraising and grants and things like that. And so some of the things that we've done for, um, for the fundraising is we did a dollar drive and this is something that we do for our Christian school every fall. It's called a quarter drive. And you, you, we made up a letter um, and told people what we were doing kind of as a twofold. It was a fundraiser, but it was also announcing what we're doing yeah. um, and asking people if they would pray about donating. Mm-hmm. And all they had to do was either send us a check or send it through Venmo or PayPal. Yeah. And so we received a lot through that. That was a successful one, and that's kind of an ongoing open one. Okay. Um, but... It's been neat to just see the Lord provide through that. We also designed t-shirts through bonfire.com is the website. And you can design your own t-shirts and do a fundraiser through it. We don't make a ton of money off of those, but it was something where people could get the shirt mm-hmm. um, and have something to help promote as well. Mm-hmm. And um, then we get a portion of that. Okay. And, um, we recently did a yard sale just this last weekend and that was amazing because we put it out there early on that we needed donations for the yard sale fundraiser and tons of people from our community donated and we were just amazed at the stuff that we got. We hosted it at our school's gym Mm -hmm. and the gym is completely packed with stuff. And um, we made quite a bit off of that. And so we were super thankful for that. Um, my girls are really into baking. Mm-hmm. And so they have a little side business that they've had for for years. Not a business, but like a little side gig for baking. And um, they've done that and, and had gotten several orders. We made several hundred off of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was good for them, too, because they enjoy the baking. And it's a way for them to to help with the fundraiser. That's great. Those are so good. 
good ideas and I especially like the emphasis on trusting the Lord mm-hmm. you know it's that way in everything I was just gonna add just like you just said that is the <laughs> biggest thing like we said before when you are willing to say yes mm-hmm. you know we were the same we had I paid I had one check and I that started the process for mm-hmm. my business started the process but we had zero funds mm-hmm. for this adoption it wasn't <laughs> something that we had saved for yeah. you know for years and that is a good idea if you're thinking about it start saving mm-hmm. but I think that when you're willing to say yes to God and what he has called you to do just like the song that I mentioned he's going to make a way yes. you know we don't know what that way is going to be we don't know how he's going to provide and there's been parts of this journey we're like, where are we getting the next you know, <laughs> part of our money from? And then something happens, you know, and it just comes in. And so I think that's important. You know, I know that keeps a lot of people from taking that next step. Mm. But if you're willing to trust him and willing to say yes, he's going to bring the money. He's going to, you know, it, it may not be in our time mm. and we may be, you know, nervous about the whole thing, but he's going to provide and bring it. And it's just like Julie said, it's incredible to see how people from your community, your friends, your neighbors, everybody just comes together and Mm -hmm. helps because it's a really special process and people love to be a part of it. Yeah. That's great. I love that old saying says what, what God orders, he always pays for. That's really neat. Okay. So we've talked about several hardships, some obstacles. Now let's talk about the fun stuff. (laughs) What are the blessings? What is the, what have you gleaned? What are you learning? What all the positives? Give me all the positives girls. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think like I just said, um, really seeing how many people love and support you. We just, our church gave us a baby shower and it was so special and (laughs) neat to see Um, our kids are over the moon excited Mm. to meet this baby. Um, the relationships, you know, I've met so many different people and, you know, just, it's a little scary still. We, We have been matched, you know, with a baby and we'll be meeting her soon. Um, different things can go wrong and stuff like that, but I've also, already started to have this special bond with the mom and I think that's really neat and something Mm -hmm. that I've wanted you know and just to just to have that you know thinking back from where it all started when I was walking around praying for this you know till now Mm -hmm. um God gave me that open adoption that I wanted and so it's really fun I mean of course, getting a baby is always fun. <laughs> so that's at the top priority, yeah. getting buying all of the baby stuff and you know, preparing for that. Who doesn't love that? So <laughs> of course. That's great. I love hearing especially the God answered prayer. And mm-hmm. that's growing your faith and the children and your husband and hopefully this biological mom as she gets to know your family more, she will to see the beauty of that too. Mm-hmm. Julie, what are you thinking? I would say it's um, <clears throat> definitely in, um, continued to make our family stronger together. Mm. Um, it's a, it's another 
thing for my husband and I to make sure we're on the same page about. So it's keeping that connection for us together, um, you know, making sure that we are 100% on board with it and talking about every aspect of this because there are so many ups and downs. Mm -hmm. um, seeing the Lord provide financially in anonymous donations, money that comes from I don't even know where, mm -hmm. will just appear in our box. And <laughs> it's just neat to see the Lord provide that. Um, the family members and friends and um, community people that have wanted to be involved in some way or people that have reached out and offered to do a fundraiser for us that maybe I haven't thought about mm -hmm. has been really neat to see. Mm -hmm. um, definitely growing our faith and just another level of trusting the Lord. Um, you know, because like I said before, you have no control over this. We don't know who's going to choose us or when it's going to happen or if the baby's going to be healthy or not or the ethnicity of the baby. We have no control over any of that. Mm -hmm. And I'm very much a controller. <laughs> and so it, it's hard to not know, but it's like, you know what? I have to trust the Lord in this mm -hmm. or I'm going to drive myself crazy just, you know, worrying about it because you really could all the time. But it's so good to just see the Lord giving us that peace that he is in control. And um, it's neat to to be able to show our kids that aspect mm -hmm. of it too. And um, just helping them. I think with the, I know I said it before as an obstacle, but it's also a good thing is teaching our children to not just be thinking about themselves all the time yes. and what they want. And I want to have my own room or I don't want to give up this or that or the other, mm -hmm. but teaching them to be, loving in that sacrificial way like Christ was for us. Yes. That's a blessing from Absolutely. all of this. It's not always an obstacle. Yeah. And um it's exciting. That's, I can't wait. That's really neat. Well I know my heart has been encouraged and blessed with these um ladies and their families, their transparency with us today. I hope that yours has too. Um you are able to leave us messages here if you have questions or thoughts that you would like to share. We would be so happy to hear from you and we'll do our best to get back to you if you do need an answer. Um, so why don't we close our time today in prayer and just thank the Lord for what he's doing. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful, so grateful that you loved us and saw us when we were unlovely and in our sin and our need and you sent your son Jesus to die for us to redeem us from our status as orphans lost in the world and I thank you Lord for these families who want to reflect you in their choices in the, the process of adoption that they're going through in training their children to be sacrificial and giving and others-centered and to be more like you. And Lord, whether you call um, each of our listeners to adoption or not, we can still learn from this and grow in that way that we would reflect you more clearly to the world around us, even to our families that are under our own roofs, to our church families, to our friends and our co-workers. So I pray that you would continue working in hearts 
that you would lead and direct according to your will and that those who are hearing this podcast would have tender hearts and be sensitive to your Holy Spirit's leading and willing to put aside their own desires to follow you wherever you may choose so that then they too can see the blessing of knowing that you provide and that you answer prayer and that you have a bigger purpose uh, for each life here on this earth. Thank you, Father, for all your goodness to us. We praise your name today and we thank you in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. You've been listening to the Think Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Smith. Please visit us at our website, www.thinkbible.online, to learn more about our ministry or to take advantage of the resources we have there for you. That's www.thinkbible.online. You can also find us at Facebook. Instagram or Twitter with the name Think Bible. Until next time, let's all think and live biblically for the glory of God.